This podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. What will you be remembered for? Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. Making a gift that costs nothing during your lifetime is easy and revocable if things change. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action inspires others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indies weekly podcast. Today's episode is a crossover with Valley Sports Rewind, and I'm joined by host Mike Kenichi. Hello, Mike. Hi, Eugene. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, all that good stuff. Same to you and your family. Thank you. So I am trying, dear listeners, to get Valley Sports Rewind uh, back in a normal publication mode. Mike is always game to do it, but over the last, I don't know, six months or so, I've sort of fallen apart in scheduling and et cetera, et cetera. But now I think for the new year, one of my resolutions is going to be to get this back on a regular track. So, Mike, I want to apologize and thank you for your patience. Uh, No problem. Thank you for always allowing us to do it. I appreciate it. So I thought maybe you and I could talk about uh, for a moment the newest uh, class of the Derby High School Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, sure. I guess first of all, I mean you're one of you're sort of a key player, like one of many, I guess, uh, that organized this thing and got it running. How many uh, how many years ago did it start? Well, you know we we started like putting it out there on Facebook in like the winter 2014. We talked about you know could we possibly do it? And then a few of us agreed to meet one night in the summer in August. And, uh, we had like a preliminary meeting, but we met and, uh, from there on in, you know, we would have monthly meetings and it just kind of took off after that. You know, it went quicker than I ever thought it would. I thought it would be a three year process before we named the class. And it only took us a year to name a class. And what class number is this that you uh, announced, I guess, what, a month or two ago? Yeah, it'll be uh, class number four. So this will be our fourth year. And, uh, you know, that's pretty amazing because really, like, I, I even though, you know, I, I helped organize it, I wasn't 100% sure we could really pull it off. And why was that? Just because uh, you thought people would you drop know, I, off or commitments or what? No, you know, I would talk to different people, Eugene, about like their Hall of Fames and like just the money that was involved. I really thought it was going to be hard to fund. But I'll be honest with you, 
that really isn't even the hardest part. That's actually, believe it or not, the easiest part. Uh, people always support it. People always donate to it. And uh, they, all those fears were totally unfounded. And what are, what are the expenses? Like, what are you spending money on? You know, we, what we do is we get each inductee a plaque, but we also get them a plaque inside the school. So say, you know, we name seven inductees. That's 14 plaques we have to get if you give one to them and one to the school because we feel that you have to have a plaque in the school because otherwise it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't make sense. Like, you know, we want like the kids who walk those halls of Derby High School to kind of see these uh, great athletes and most importantly that they were, you know, student athletes too. And when you walk those halls, you were in there in those very halls. And what you, you graduated, what, like 69 or so or something like that? <laughs> You're funny. Uh, 1995. <laughs> but uh, good joke. You, you, got, you had them going, I'm sure. And then you, uh, you also do what? So, the, so the, the announcement was made a month or two ago of the fourth class. And then you'll do a dinner. You haven't actually presented the uh, recipients with their plaques at this point, right? No, but what we did do was back in... Um, early november it might have even been late october you know i i, I kind of get same things kind of escape yeah. me but um we introduced them at one of the football games at, uh and you know great job by the people who helped put it together like you know city stitchers we asked them for jackets literally on a monday to have for friday and they got them done and we presented each inductee a jacket and they walked out on the field with their family and that's we always kind of do that so you know that kind of you kind of introduce them the new class and then we you know i wanted to do the banquet a little earlier this year but we weren't able to do that so the banquet will actually be sunday april 28th 2019 um at 12 30 p.m at vazano's four seasons in stratford but going forward after this banquet we've all agreed as a committee that going forward the banquet will be held every year the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So that and that ties it into sort of the uh, the climax of the Valley football season, I guess. Is that the idea there? Well, actually, well, I'm totally know, wrong because it's not just football. I apologize. Yeah, it's uh, all sports, and you know that's what we always try to, you know, kind of preach to people is it's not just a football Hall of Fame; it's a sports Hall of Fame, and. You know, we try to always make sure that that point gets across because I do know some people kind of look at it and say, oh, it's a football Hall of Fame. You just make that assumption. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that video. Uh, Jack Walsh had shot the video of this latest class being introduced at that football game at halftime. And it was it was incredibly foggy. It's a cool video to watch. I'll embed it or try to link to it when we publish this on valleyindy.org. But describe that night and what it feels like for you as a Derby High School graduate, as a community-minded guy, and an individual who has helped launch this thing. What's it feel like for you to watch the names be read off and the families and the recipients walk out onto the field? Well, let me just first tell you what like an adventure was getting to that night because... Like I said, we decided to do it last minute. We just really felt that, you know, they needed it. It's so much better when you walk on a field because there you get a bigger crowd, and you know we wanted them to get a nice crowd when they walked on the field. But 
originally that game was supposed to be at seven o'clock PM. So I told all the inductees, you know, can you guys show up for like seven o'clock? That's when the game starts. And then, you know, at halftime you'll be introduced and they all agreed. And where but, was it? Cause it, it wasn't in Derby, right? Cause they're, they were no, no, yeah, redoing Derby the field. Fields. Yeah. And it was at Oxford high school. Gotcha. And, you know, okay. if it was at Ansonia or Shelton, Eugene, I would not have done it, but because it was Oxford and there was really like, you know, no no rivalry with them or anything like that i i really felt and we all did as a committee that th- it would be appropriate to have them walk out on that field because you know it, unfortunately derby's field isn't ready yet and we really wanted them to be able to walk out on some type of field with their families but the interesting thing eugene is that the game there was there was rain all week in the forecast for that friday you know, there was talk about canceling the game. Then uh, what they did was they there was a window where they didn't think it was going to rain, and they they moved the game from seven o'clock and they, uh, you know, bumped it up to f- five thirty. So then I had to call all the inductees again and hope that they could still all make it. And you know, a lot a lot of people work, so that's not easy to do. But fortunately, it worked out where they uh, said they could all attend, but then it was funny. I got a call from Derby's principal, Marty Pasquale that Friday morning around like six o'clock. And he said, what are your thoughts? He goes, you know, I can't predict what the weather's going to be, but you know, my fear is that people are going to sit in the rain, but you know, Eugene, one of the inductees, you know, he's, he's passed, you know, he's deceased, but his family was coming all the way up from Pennsylvania Hmm. and they had come up that, you know, Friday morning or whatever. And I, there was no way we could cancel that when they took the time to do that. So I told them, you know, we'll take the chance and pray for the best. And fortunately, you know, and the funny thing was too, Eugene is I'm thinking, you know, everything's going to go okay, but Derby kept scoring and scoring so much that no time was going off the clock. So that was a very long first half. And I was really starting to get worried. The fog started to come in and I got really worried that so what do you have, like a bottle injured. of antacids with you at uh, all these things? I thought you'd be like, <laughs> well, oh, I, I felt so good. It made me so proud. But you're just like a nervous wreck over in the corner. Yeah, but, you know, puke. once I'll get to the good part is once it got to the half um, and they got introduced. And, you know, it, it was just a great moment, you know, to see them walk out there, you know, because w- what was really moving, Eugene, was, like I said, there were so many people who, you know, hadn't been to a derby football game in a long time you know hadn't been to a derby sporting event because you know like nothing else like anything else when you get older you kind of move you don't always live in the same town you grew up in so a lot of them don't live in derby anymore so the fact that they uh were able to come out there with their families and just you know see how proud they were that's what makes it all worth it it really does and you know we as a committee we just thought it was a great night so let's go over the names, if you would. Uh, maybe we can take a couple of minutes to uh, run over the names and, and who are these people. Yeah, well, you know, we, we ironically, we had three deceased members make it, which, you know, I was very happy about because I've always said this, Eugene, and our committee is in full agreement that you can't forget that Derby Sports started way back when and you cannot forget these people just because they're no longer with us so you know we, three deceased members were elected to, to the hall of fame and you know one of them was paul itch grant his nickname was itch 
And then you had John Al Vitel, um, Vitello Tiano. And, you know, it was funny. I, I really don't know how he got the nickname Al, but it stuck for years. And they always call him Al, but his, his real name is John. And then you had Walt Leonard. And, you know, I think, I believe um, John Tiano was class of 38. Walt Leonard was class of 1941. And I believe... Um, Itch Grant was class of either 47 or 48. I'd have to look again, but somewhere in there. So I was very happy that we had one from the 30s and we had two from the 40s. And what were their sports? They, they played multiple sports. They, gotcha. You know, that's the thing, too. That really goes a long way. Like, you know, sometimes you could be really good at one sport and sometimes you could be really good at all three. And, you know, the, these gentlemen excelled at many sports. I mean, you know, when, the, when I was looking up their information, you know, you go back to the old evening Sentinels, you know, myself, Steve Owens, Ray Silvernail, we're sitting at the library and we're researching all this. I mean, it was really neat to read some of this stuff. And that's, that's really what the hall of fame is, is so good. Eugene is because you really do learn more and more about the history and tradition of uh, derby sports. So, you know, they, they, they excelled at multiple sports and were very good at all of them. And then, um, you know, we also had a guy by the name of um, Frank Dishman. He had graduated with the class in 1962, but he was a derby football player from 1958 to 1961. And just a tremendous running back. He, he actually, you know, him and Walt Leonard are tied together, believe it or not, because Walt Leonard was derby's, um, I believe, first All-Stater in 1941 or 1940, I apologize. And then Derby didn't have an All-Stater again until 1961 when Frank Ishman made it. And I think he made it along with his teammate, Wayne Kruger. But Frank was really the first All-Stater Derby had, you know, cool. since 1941. So that that was really cool that uh, they were both kind of, they both kind of made the Hall of Fame together. And then, of course, you know, a guy I know you know, you've seen him on my show, is uh John D. Francisco and uh oh sure you know <laughs> yeah and John's been subbing at Derby High for the last few years so the kids really know him so you know he probably got the loudest ovation because all the the team he coaches the team you know he's an assistant coach with the team all the students know him so you know he got a big hand and you know it was nice to see his family get to take it all in and you know he was really honored he he was a tremendous baseball coach at Derby you know won two state titles. And then, you know, you, you top it off with the next three that got in. And it was really cool because you had two from the 80s, and they were both tremendous, tremendous athletes. And that was uh, Eileen Duggan. She was the class of 1986. And then, of course, Heather Buton. She was the class of 1989. Eileen was a tremendous, you know, two-sport player at Derby, basketball and softball. And she was on Derby's only softball championship team which was 1985 and she was a tremendous player for that team and then you had heather buton who was class 89 and uh heather was a four-year starter for derby and a tremendous tremendous pitcher so you know and they were both happy that they were going in together you know they kind of heather kind of you know got there when eileen was a senior and heather was a freshman and you know Eileen always kind of still followed Heather's career, even though she went to college. And, you know, it was nice to see them both get in together. 
And then, you know, you follow it. Wait, hold on. Um, I'm going to interrupt you for one yeah. second. This is like the only thing I could add to this entire broadcast. But I know Heather. She used to be my neighbor uh, yeah, here on Hawthorne a, Avenue. Uh, yeah, her, we, we miss nice her and her and, and her, her daughter, Hallie. Uh, she now has three children. But when she lived next door, it was her and Hallie. And uh, that was like my, my, son's, my son Jack's like first friend. He would just follow her around Hallie blindly uh, everywhere. So that's an awesome family. Congratulations to her. Yeah, and it was really well-deserved. And then, you know, the baby of the group, you know, I, I call him the baby. It's kind of funny because, you know, he was anything but a baby throughout his career. But uh, he was also on the show a couple of times, and that was uh, Ben Bartone. He was class of 1992. He was a three-sport player at Derby. He excelled at all three sports. But, you know, baseball, he was just off the charts with, you know, helping Derby win the 1992 state championship. And he gets in with his coach, John D. Francisco, which is a nice touch because, you know, a lot of they were very close. You know, Ben had had a, you know, devastating football injury his senior year where he broke his wrist. And, you know, he was having trouble early on his senior year, like getting that wrist to where he wanted it. And, you know, John D. kind of always would uh, call him, make sure he was OK, try to offer any advice he could. So, you know. It's good to see them going together because they kind of went through a lot of, you know, ups and downs. And so, you know, it was great to see that as well. So, I mean, you know, those eight, it's just an honor that, you know, they're all in our Hall of Fame. We're very proud of that. That's cool. And just go over again when the banquet's going to be. I know you said it's April. In St- and, and when are you bringing it back to the Valley? You're going to Stratford, huh? Yeah, you know. Fancy. Being, yeah, we have to because, you know, they I'm just that kidding. place holds 400 people. But one thing I want to add before I uh, go over to Banquet is we also recently picked our uh, service award in honor of a longtime derby sports contributor, Bill Pucci, and uh, Bev Moran, a longtime, you know, yes. derby sports, you know, I call her a Derby sports legend because she has given so much to Derby youth, Derby athletics. She started girls programs. She's the recipient of our service award this year. And um, we're very proud to have her as this year's winner. Also a uh, member of the Ansonia ball board of aldermen slash older women. So congratulations yeah. to Mrs. Moran. That's yeah. great, Mike. So, yeah, and, you know, I, I, I can't emphasize enough to Eugene about the committee we have. I mean, these guys, you know, I've mentioned them many times, but they just do a phenomenal job, and we, this cannot succeed without them. They, you know, really put the work in. We really waited a while this year to name the class because we said this year would be a tougher year because now, you know, you really have to dig into it and really, you know, go through your research and make sure you're doing everybody justice. And these guys all have worked so hard to make sure this has happened and they put so much work in and, you know, again, they do it because they have a love for Derby and, and Derby sports. So I just can't say enough about them. Yeah, that's great. Good work, Mike. And to the group. All right. So go, go over the, uh, the, the banquet one more time with the pertinent details and then I wanted yeah. to ask you maybe just for the last couple of minutes, and this might be an impossible question, but it's the end of the year, 2018. So this is when everybody in the media uh, takes off a few weeks and you'll just see best of or year in reviews lists, you know, best of, worst of. So I'm wondering yeah. if you could maybe weigh in with the top sports stories uh, in the Valley of the last year, you know, if you could maybe the top three, or you can just decline it. Cause I know I didn't 
give you any yeah, prep, um, but, but I, go over that banquet you know, stuff, I, and then we'll and then we'll go into that. Yeah. So the banquet will be Sunday, April twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. Um, the doors will open at 12 30 PM, you know, it, they could open at 12. I'm still kind of working on that, but as of right now, it'll be 12 30 PM. Um, the cost is $50 a person. And on it, obviously the inductees go for free, but it's 50 a person. And, uh, you know, again, I think it's going to be a great event and we really like the location we're at of uh, Vizano's was very good to us last year. And, uh, I just think it's going to be another great event and another great year. Good. And where can people get more information and try to find tickets and all that? I know it's a little early, but where can people go yeah. online or Facebook or what have you? Yeah, I will have more details with that, but yeah. they could always contact me. And I, I always leave my number on our Facebook page and they could email me at uh, Nietzsche, N-E-E-C-H 76 at AOL.com. And what's and, the Facebook uh, page? The Facebook page is derby high school athletic hall of fame gotcha yeah and um you know the other thing is too we are going to set up a paypal account so that's going to be and they could also you know make payments to derby high school as well so there's a couple ways to make payments but we are going to set up a paypal account we do feel that'll be a lot easier for a lot of people right less work yeah yeah that's like we do the great give every year there's always a couple people who want to send us physical checks and I'm like, oh, it's not. No, please, please just do it online. It makes uh, life so much easier. Uh, but anyway, right. I'm lazy. All right, Mike, so I put you on the spot. That's uh, the Derby High, High School Athletic Hall of Fame, the late, latest inductions and, and Bev Moran getting a, a service award. But now, like I said, it's the end of the year, Mike. Yeah. Best of, worst of. What do you think? What were the top three, if any, stories in the sports world, I guess I'm talking, I mean, any type of, however you wanted to find that, uh, Valley related, what was some well, things you know, educate me as, as a moron? Much as it, I'm going to go with this as number three, only because I want the Valley, you know, the Valley schools to, you know, be the focus, but the third, the number three story without a doubt. And as much as it pains me to say it, I have to say it because a lot of people in the Valley follow them would be the Boston Red Sox winning another world championship. Uh, you know, I'm a Yankee <laughs> fan, but I have to give the Red Sox a lot of credit. And to me, you know, there are a lot of people in the Valley who root for the Red Sox. In fact, I think I have two committee members who are Red Sox fans. So, you know, I know they were very happy, but you can't say enough about that organization. And as much as this pains me to say, it, I'm a big Yankee fan, but right now, the Red Sox have been the best team of the 21st century, and congratulations to them on winning, you know, their fourth world championship in this century. Wow, that, and that's from a diehard New York Yankee fan. All right, all right. So number two, then yeah. moving on to like anything number local two. Or? Yeah, number two, the girls' cross country team for Derby won another state title. That's their second in three years, and uh, you know, for Coach De, Nick DeLugo, counting indoor outdoor and you know counting indoor and outdoor track and cross country he's now won five championships at derby wow. and he's won it he's won with both the boys and girls which is remarkable because probably that's a not future easy. now do you, do you guys you guys induct coaches if they don't if they didn't go to or you know you have to be i was going to say he could be a future no, no, no. Famer, you, but you have to be a high school graduate of derby if you're an athlete but a oh, coach okay. is separate because oh, okay. you can't pen, you can't penalize a coach 
because he didn't go to, he or she didn't go to Derby High. If they coached for a long time and won, you know, and had a great deal of success, they are eligible because we do have one in there, Lou D. Filippo, and he did not go to Derby High. Okay, so maybe maybe he yeah. maybe Nick is a future Hall of Famer, huh? Oh, I listen. I don't know how he, he couldn't be. You know, he's won five championships and he's he's just made that cross country program like, or I should say, running program just the talk of the town. He really has. That's great. All right. So that's your number two. And then, so you got the Red Sox win in the World Series. We got a uh, girls tr- track. I don't want to say the girl, girls running. No, girls cross country. Girls cross, yeah. cross country. Sorry. Yeah. And now uh, number one. Number one would have to be the Seymour baseball team winning a, their state championship. You know, it, that was their first title since 2007. So 11 years later, it's their third title in team history. And you know, they were not picked to win the state title that year, but they had, you know, great group of boys who worked very hard all season. And, you know, we had him on recently on the show. Coach Jeff Gilbert has just done a remarkable job replacing uh, Bob Kello. And to me, that was the biggest story because they had not won a state title in over a decade and they brought a championship back to Seymour. So that would be the top. Those three would be the top stories of the Valley for me. Hey, that's awesome, Mike. Thanks so much for, first of all, bailing me out a little and allowing me to get some additional content on valleyindy.org. I do appreciate that. And uh, for just uh, thinking on your feet, coming up with those stories. That's awesome. Yeah, no problem. And uh, again, I appreciate everything you do for keeping this show on the air for us and, you know, always giving back to the Valley. We really do appreciate it. All right, on behalf of Mike Kenichi of Valley Sports Rewind, this is Eugene Driscoll of valleyindy.org saying see you next week. Mm-hmm.